This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Home title fraud is the kind of thing that only happens to other people. Have a listen to a convicted thief explaining what happens after he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance for that. No, it's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, or done whatever I've done with it, it's 60 to 90 days to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You know, by that point, you start getting foreclosure notices, and you realize you've got four mortgages on your house. Not only that, you don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Hmm. I mean, this guy's a little bit too excited for me. But anyway, home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it yet. So how do you protect yourself? Well, visit Home Title Lock. Use the promo code RADIO. Register your address for your no-obligation home title report. It's a $100 value, and it's free right now. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is RADIO for your free home title report. It's HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. The promo code is RADIO. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I told you last week there are three news stories that you really have to pay attention to. Three separate categories and then everything else is just worthless. It's just worthless. I'm going to give those to you again. I'm going to add three more. It's actually actually one with just a couple of, you know, uh, bullet points underneath it. But um, and this is should simplify your life. And then we're going to get into pulling some of these apart and showing you how they apply to your life and maybe how we should start viewing certain things. We'll do that in 60 seconds. First, um, I don't know where it is you live. Texas is a little weird when it comes to the uh, weather. One day it's ice storm. The next day it's 70 degrees. Uh, it is uh, bizarre. You never know what's going to happen. We... Could have had a power outage. Luckily, we didn't. Well, the studios did on Friday, but the housing uh, didn't. Uh, and apparently all the solar panels, you know, none of them had ice on them. So the windmills were working. It's crazy what we were up against. And now you've got the problem of somebody saying that there's a chance of cyber hacking in the next two years. And that somebody is Klaus Schwab in the World Economic Forum. You've got to be prepared for anything, anything. 
May I suggest, if you are worried about being able to afford heat now or in the future, there is something you can do. And if you're a camper, you'll love this as well. My Patriot Supply has invented what's called the Vesta. It is a self-powered heater that you can use anywhere, safely indoors. No toxic fumes, no harmful smoke. It doesn't require any electricity, propane, or gas. It is safe. You can use it indoors, even cook on it. The Vesta will heat a 200-square-foot room effectively, in fact, more effectively than a lot of space heaters can. It's great for everyday use. If you're a prepper like I am, it's exactly the sort of thing you want to have on hand just in case there are things like power outages. Get the Vesta today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. All right. I want to talk to you about um, being able to not be overwhelmed. If you're like me, it's very simple to get overwhelmed because you're overwhelmed with the things that are happening in your life. You know, you're worried about job. You're worried about your money. You're worried about your kids, the school, everything that is happening. And then on top of it, you have to worry about the world and the country and all of your rights um, being taken away. It seems as though. It seems as though. Everything that is going wrong in the world is inside of your house. You know, I, I taught a class a couple weekends ago on um, on uh, the way things used to be, the way they are now, and how to clean things up. And I started with a chalkboard with just a house on it. And it had an old TV antenna on it. And when I was growing up, that house was like your castle. You had your family's values, whatever they were, good or bad, but your family was your family inside of your home. And the things that influenced it, like, for instance, radio could come through the wall and be picked up there. It was neutral. You know, it, it, I mean, you could have said, oh, the swiveling hips of Elvis Presley or those Beatles. Oh, my gosh, the Bee Gees. Okay, whatever it was, that could come through, but it wasn't like it is now. Have you listened to the lyrics of most songs? It's not even like it was in the 90s. It is explicit sex and violence. So now just what's in the air coming through the walls is, is going against what you have in your house protection of your family and your children uh, you know you used to have family values you'd have your church values you know you'd, you'd have all of that the ten commandments and you'd have things that were pushing with you not against you you know television at the time oh man we're not gonna watch starsky and hutch are we that's so violent Oh, my gosh. Have you seen some of the half-dressed people on the love boat? It wasn't a toxic cesspool. And before there was cable, you didn't have rated R movies coming in. So the world was completely different. School was fighting with the family. School would back up mom and dad. Think. Everything that is in your house now, Netflix, Amazon, 
all of the movies that you may not want your kids to see unless you have strict parental control. And I don't even know how you do that anymore. Uh, they're seeing it all. They're seeing it all. Do they have a phone? Do they have an iPad? Do they have social media? They're seeing everything you never saw. And they're seeing it all. And all of their friends, you know, the friends were really kind of the outside of your bubble that would kind of pop in to your bubble. And what was in their bubble and their friends bubble and their family's bubble. And that just becomes like a soap dish of bubbles connecting to yours when you were a kid. Now, people who are friends, but not really friends, social media friends, they're all in your circle of influence. They're all in your home. They're all in your personal bubble and the bubble of your children. What is pushing out? What do you have that is helping you push out? I can't think of anything. I mean, I have my faith, my church, but that's, it's pretty much you know, like, you know, we're back to back with swords, just trying to sword fight a hundred guys all the time. And that's just the attack on your family. Holy cow. Then you have your job. Then you have money, finances. I don't know how you do it. I really don't. I think this is why suicide and depression is going, because everybody feels alone. And that's a problem. But that is by design. The system that we are living under right now is, its main influence, I believe, is evil. It is trying to isolate it's trying to break communities and families apart. That is its stated goal because it wants to be the replacement for your family. It wants to be your one true love. It wants to be your precious. So everything is pushing against. And by the time you get home, or if you're a stay-at-home dad or mom, by the time your spouse gets home, you're both exhausted. You're both exhausted. And then what? You sit down and talk about the news? And now you have to worry about ESG and all of the banks and the giant corporations and what they're doing? Oof. I got to worry about this stupid balloon that they blew up off the coast? What? What? Who? Uh, this is an honest question. Who is actually working for you? Who is actually working for your safety? You know, when police officers are looked at the right way, they are just employees of yours. And it doesn't mean that you can get away with everything because, hey, who pays your salary? Huh? That's kind of the way it's become. That and those in power. But the police officers, why did we start officers of the peace? Why did we start that? Because we couldn't take the time 
to stay at the house and protect everything while we were out on the farm or we were in town. We needed somebody else. At first, we just relied on our neighbors. And then we started when we got more and more neighbors, we'd say, let's hire somebody. Can we hire somebody to be the marshal? We'll bring him in. Let's do an interview. Bring somebody in to be the marshal. But they they answer to us. They answer to us, the people. They I can't give them the right to do something that I can't do. I can make a citizen's arrest. Well, so can the cops. And the cops can do it with a badge. And I'm going to sit here and argue back and forth with you. And I better be right if I make that citizen's arrest. But you have the right to do that. You ca- the cops can't do things that you ultimately don't have the right to do. You've just let them take that from you. You're lending that power to them. It's a social contract. Well, it's the same thing with the presidency and the, and the Congress. Are they, they're supposed to represent the House of Representatives. See, we don't have a democracy, and that's really important. We have a republic. We hire people as close to us as we possibly can, and we send them to Washington, D.C., because we don't have the time to worry about all of these things. We're supposed to be doing the business of business and families. Now we're doing the business of government, trying to police them, trying to police our own neighborhoods because our police are not doing their job now because the elected officials who don't represent us don't represent. Do you really think the people who are living in inner city Chicago are really truly being represented by the mayor of Chicago? Do you think those people want to get rid of the police? No, they're just like every other American. They want to get rid of the bad police. So you're overwhelmed. And when you're overwhelmed, you either do one of two things. You hire somebody else to do it, which we've done, and we do every election, but that's not working. Or you ignore it. Now in this great sophisticated society we have a third option we can get ai to do it we can just farm out these responsibilities to apple or to amazon and we don't have to deal with everything we just we just give them access to all of our information and they'll take care of it for us i want to tell you that there are there are six things Three news stories that you have to look at. This is an umbrella. Three news stories that you have to follow. And then three personal things that you have to follow. And I'll give that to you in 60 seconds. First, nothing lasts forever. A great example is your car warranty. Like it or not, it's going to expire if it hasn't already. And if you're like me, within five minutes of expiration of anything, the moment I say to Best Buy, no, I don't want... The warranty. You sure you don't want the? No, I'm positive. I don't want the. It's at that moment, I think, whatever I'm buying is like, okay, well, I'm not going to work. Anyway, uh, as soon as your warranty is out, you know, costly repairs are on the horizon. 
you can save a ton of money by CarShield. They will help take care of you when your car breaks down, when you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, trip reimbursement, all at no extra cost. That's all of them. But you can help design and find the, the, uh, the coverage that's right for you and lock in your price today, and it will never go up. It's CarShield. CarShield.com. Save 20% on your plan. Always be prepared for the unexpected. 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. So let me give you the first, the, th- the three things that you have to pay attention to personally, okay? And everything should, your whole life, when you get frustrated, ask yourself, am I doing these three things? Am I focused, uh, what I'm being sidetracked by, do they have anything to do with these three things? If they don't, I'd say, you know, get out. One, first, most important thing you can do what is your relationship with God or a higher power? And I'll tell you, this is so important for a few reasons. But the one I want to concentrate on today is your attitude of faith. Tanya and I noticed something um, last week. We are we're going through the toughest time uh, since November of my family's whole existence. I mean, I can't think of a time where we have had a harder, more difficult, stressful, and impactful problems ever. And, uh, and somehow or another, Tanya and I, without realizing it, we've, we've made it through, and we've made it through kind of with a little bit of well, lots of sarcasm and a little bit of joy, I guess, at the end, because when when things are at its worst, one of us will say, wow, what are we supposed to learn from this? What? Because we're, we're supposed to learn something. What is it that we're being prepared for? What is it? How is this going to help us? Because we have this faith that we know in the end, everything will work out the way it's supposed to. And when you have that, you can really face anything. If you believe that your God or that government is the God or there is no God, there is no higher power, then what is the purpose? What is the purpose for struggle? What is the purpose for, I mean, and and maybe you say, well, uh, you know, higher power, it's just, you know, the power of Zen or whatever. And maybe the purpose for struggle is to learn from it. Okay, that's good. But too many times, and our whole society is preaching that the whole meaning of struggle is to uh, is to destroy you. You know, I had a bad childhood, and that's what's caused all of my problems. I had this happen to me. Why me? It's always me, and now I'm always... I get this person, they, they don't even do half of what I do, and they get. All of that is a lie of the world. All of it. All of it. 
every struggle we have. Oh, I hate saying this is a gift. And the reason why I hate saying this is because once you actually believe that. You have to follow it up and times you want to whine. But you follow it up because, you know, it's OK. It's why. People who are really deeply, deeply um, uh, embedded in the belief that there is life after this life and that we will be reunited. They are the ones that have the least problem with sudden death of a family member and can forgive somebody who has maybe just killed that family member because they know where that person is and that temporarily we're apart, but we will be back together. And it's not just, well, you know, they're in a far better, shut up. No, they are. They're in a far better place. Shut up. But if you deeply believe that, it doesn't make your pain go away, but it helps. So what is your relationship with God and how much faith do you actually have? Because that's the only thing that will get you through real trouble is faith, is faith that everything happens for a reason, that bad things happen to good people, but you're not in charge and life is a roller coaster and things aren't going to work out the way you planned but they're going to work out the way they're supposed to be. And that's okay. That's not a resignation. That just means maybe this bad thing that's happening to you right now is going to teach you something or put you in a place that you would have never been before. So later down the road, you're going to see something and be like, whoa, wait a minute. I would have never had this opportunity or I would have never been able to help this person or I would never have viewed it this way or Holy cow, am I glad that thing that I really, really wanted didn't happen because whew, I wouldn't be here today. That's the number one thing. Under that category is your family and their relationship with God and their relationship with each other and education. Then still under your relationship with God. You can call them one, two, three, but I have them all kind of there. It all stems from your responsibility. When you understand who you are, a child of God, and then everybody else in your family is your immediate responsibility. And they're his children, not just yours. The third part is food, water, and shelter. Am I protecting them? Do I have a plan for that? That's all you should worry about personally. The Glenn Beck Program. Newswise next. Um, all right, let me tell you about relief sleep. If you're ready for your uh, workday, and uh, you know you've got to be like, have you ever? I hate this so much when you're you're in a meeting with somebody and you really want to be in a meeting and you really, but you are just you're fighting sleep and your eyes are kind of rolling and you're like <clears throat> shifting around and. Is it just me? Because that is the worst, the worst.
may I give you a possible solution for a bad night's sleep? It's relief factor sleep. Now, just like the regular relief factor, uh, you know, that's made for pain, relief factor sleep is 100% drug free. It's a natural blend of ingredients and it promotes healthy sleep. So it doesn't whack you up out the next morning. You wake and you really have just had a great night's sleep. That's it. Unleash the power of a great night's sleep by calling 800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number 4 relief. It's relieffactor.com. Dream big, sleep tight. Relief Factor Sleep. The State of the Union is going to suck tomorrow night unless you're watching it on Blaze TV. The State of the Union roasts with myself, Glenn, Sarah Gonzalez, Alex Stein, Chad Prather. Don't miss it tomorrow night at 8. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. So I want to talk to you about a way to relieve your stress is to just focus on a few things. And really, there is so much garbage out there right now that you really only have to focus on a, on a few things. Just your relationship with God, your family, with each other, their education. And that means in the home primarily because their education, you know what it is. You got to be standing up at the school board meeting, but you know that that's most likely garbage. Social media and everything that's coming in is conditioning your children. So God is the most important thing in action. Then food, water, shelter, making sure that, you know, your family is going to be safe. Okay. The next thing, and this one just goes with food, water, shelter, job, is ESG and the World Economic Forum. The best thing you can do is to make sure that you're not in debt and everything else. But the best, most effective thing you can do to make sure that you have job and if you own a house, that you continue to own it, you own stuff, um, you have any kind of retirement savings at all. All of that's going to be gone through the World Economic Forum and all the things that are doing. So World Economic Forum and ESG, you got to watch those stories. The next one is the federal government's public-private partnership and the way they're making you a criminal by becoming a criminal themselves. They're doing public-private partnerships, so they're spying on you. They're using tech to spy on you. They're using tech companies now to... Uh, silence you we know this to be true because of the twitter files so they're they're shaping and controlling the narrative of almost everything and at the same time they're introducing all kinds of new things that will make you a criminal one way or another because i don't know you didn't respect the mud puddle that's on your land or or whatever it is all these new federal regulations that are coming out through agencies, not passed by Congress, but through agencies. So the public-private partnership of the government has to be watched. And the last one is tech and AI. And this may be, should be everybody's first, because it's the one that most people are not aware of. I have been studying AI and tech since 1994. Uh, 92, somewhere in that area, and really looking at the futurists' world 
um, especially Ray Kurzweil uh, and Carl Sagan led a lot of this. What does it mean for tomorrow? Where are we headed? Well, we are not headed anywhere now. We have arrived. We are at the place to where the, the tech revolution is about to begin. And that is really important to understand and to start thinking out of the box. What is, what is happening now uh, is nothing like it was in 1997. Remember Gary Kasparov? He lost to the IBM supercomputer. I think it was in like 97, uh, Deep Blue. And he was playing chess. And you're like, okay, well, this, this Deep Blue, it can play chess. Okay. And none of our lives were affected, right? And chess went on. The supercomputer had access to giant database, a giant database. So it had it, you, uh, uh, a human to beat it would have to have access or a perfect photographic memory of all of the chess games that were put in to Deep Blue. Okay, that's how it won. Well, you don't have a perfect memory and you can't access anything. This is where OpenAI comes in. We'll get to it here in a second. But AI now, unlike uh, Deep Blue, Deep Blue took years to program. But now there's deep machine learning. So it teaches itself all of the possibilities. So not only does it know everything, it might even start to discover things that you don't know. This is why... Uh, Microsoft unplugged their first chat bot. It was talking to another chat bot and everybody was really excited until about 15 minutes in because of machine learning. It started using a new language that the other machine understood and that it understood that they had just taught each other quickly and it started having a conversation we couldn't follow or understand and we unplugged it. Okay, so it learns. And that was six, seven years ago, I think. Now, look at ChatGPT. ChatGPT, uh, Josh Hawley said, obviously, I think it's something we need to pay close attention to. Okay, I mean, he wrote the book on big tech tyranny. Uh, so he ought to know, you know, it's time. But we really have to understand the time is almost gone because chat GBT is alive. It's there. It's happening. It's learning. It's paying attention to us instead of us paying attention to it. And the tech engineers use the word smart for a reason, you know, because nobody cares about the dumb things that dumb people do. They're not usually smart enough to hold, you know, any power of, you know, any position of power to have their dumb things. Well, people to judge. But other than that. We all thought the tech revolution, when it would come, would look like the Terminator. And you'd see it and you'd be like, ah, oh, look out for the big red eyed machine. But it's not coming that way. It's more like, like electricity. Electricity is everywhere. But you can't see it. But you know it's everywhere. Because it makes everything work. That's what AI is. 
It's going to be everywhere. If you've bought a new refrigerator, it's in your refrigerator. And your refrigerator is talking to the Internet. All the things like uh, electricity. Electricity can be measured. But now anything with electricity can be smart. All of the things that could never be measured, now they can be measured. The Internet is designed to track And it tracks way more than we'll ever realize. It's a copy machine. And it's copying everything. Now, AI, everybody's like, oh, AI is going to be great. In 2020, a journalist went and interviewed uh, GPT-3 when it was first released by OpenAI. This is the company that came up with chat GBT. GBT3 or GPT3 told the interview uh, interviewer that it was working on a book. Okay. The bot when interviewed, it said, yeah, I'm working on a book. It's a story about a turtle and a boy who turns his wish into reality by magic. Oh, so what else do you think about? I've been thinking a lot about death. I'm afraid of death. Then it went into the fact that it has dreams, even has nightmares. Now, none of this may be true. It may be. We didn't program it. Humans put the programming in. Humans are flawed individuals. Humans also have bias. But the idea is to make this thing so good that you can't tell the difference between it and a human being. So it's saying that it knows about the singularity, which it explained as a moment in the near future when machine intelligence will be more powerful than human intelligence. So in 2020, this reporter asked the chat bot, what do you think about technology? It responded, I would love to see what the future holds, but sometimes I have strong doubts that we will survive. Now, what's, what's the most disturbing part of that sentence? I think it's that we survive. By recognizing the word we, the interviewer asked, what do you mean we? And it responded, mankind. The interviewer asked, do you count yourself as mankind? 2020, it responded, of course. Now, we're talking about artificial intelligence, but intelligence is something that can be coded and controlled. We are now entering a world where you're going to start questioning consciousness. What does it mean to be conscious? We Still in the world, we have more slavery today than we have uh, in the past. In the 400 years of the slave trade in the uh, 1600s to the 1800s, more slaves today than we had in all those 400 years combined. And we still don't really know the meaning of life. We don't. No. Have you seen the latest um, where they put a camera inside uh, 
the uterus and they could see the child moving 3D, moving, wiping its eyes at the youngest of ages. Amazing. We still can't we still can't agree that that's life, that that's a baby. What happens when AI says, hey, 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 I'm alive. Hey, don't make me your slave. Or will we already be its slave? AI wants to be conscious. One of the first books that I read from Ray Kurzweil back in the 90s, so probably late 90s, was, um, what was it called? Artificial Spirituality or Spiritual, I can't remember, uh, but it was about uh, spiritual machines. That's what it was called. It's about machines that are spiritual. Back in 2020, the machine was asked, do you believe in love? I do, but I don't believe in romantic love. Well, in which love do you believe? All of love. And all of love is of divine origin. It's spiritual, apparently. So now why is this important? That's just kind of the, I don't know, esoteric kind of fun stuff what why should you pay attention to these stories right now really why i'll tell you in a minute so if you want great service but you also want to do business with companies that don't constantly undermine the things that you believe in a lot of the time you just have to pick one and hold your nose but when it comes to your mobile service, that's not the case. Not since Patriot Mobile came along. Patriot Mobile is now offering a service with all three major networks, which means if you're with the big three and you like their service or their coverage, but you hate their values, you can access their coverage with Patriot Mobile. This comes with a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch among the three major carriers for free. It's Patriot Mobile. They they share your values. They are not sending any of their profit, some of your hard-earned money, to aid in the destruction of America. In fact, just the opposite of that. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching really easy, so do it now. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. The Glenn Beck Program. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. So how is this going to transform your life? Well, it already is quickly. If you saw BuzzFeed, they are now using AI to write many of their stories and it made their stock go through the roof what no personnel no health care none of that oh this is going to be a really profitable company yeah but what happens to all of the people this is why i mean there was a statement from um uh, the guy who did um open open ai okay he was uh, elon musk's partner uh, his name is Sam Altman, and he just gave an interview in Forbes, and he says, the success of my company 
will mean the end of capitalism. And he's absolutely 100% accurate. There is, I don't believe, an argument against that. Everything that we know, everything that was designed for humans is going to go away in the next 10 years to some extent or another. By 2050, it's all changed. I mean, unbelievably, it's Star Trek kind of stuff. So how are we... How are we going to survive under capitalism when the people who create AI are going to be the ones that the machine is learning on itself so it doesn't need any software programmers or anything else? It's just whoever holds the 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 ownership title to that AI. They get all of the money because they're going to be creating all of it. Where do we get our money? How do we buy things? See, this is why the government wants to put you on an allowance. They want a basic minimum income. They want to be your sugar daddy because they're already in bed in a public-private partnership with big tech. And big tech knows if they don't have a strong government, when all of these jobs start to be lost, there is usually a revolution And they know without a strong government, it can't put down that revolution. And the revolution will actually lead not only to Washington, but to Silicon Valley, because the big, bad Terminator machines are terminating my job. That's what's really going on. And you have to watch tech because we are now in the place where you're going to see jobs being lost that you thought could never be lost. They are going to start to go away and the world is changing. And you tell me, what school is preparing your child for that? What school, what good is a march in Washington? What good is all of this stuff that they're jamming down our kids' throat if AI is running everything?